Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Messy Walk Podcast. My name is Chloe. I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hi, Chloe. I'm Pastor Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to meet you. (laughs) And this is episode 57 of this podcast. We are currently in a series about hearing from God. Last week, we had an episode about hearing from God through reading the word, through being in the Bible and knowing scripture. And that was a really good episode. It was a longer episode of ours, Mm -hmm. but it was so packed full of so much good stuff, so much encouraging stuff. And it will make you want to go read your Bible because it has done that for me. And um, so we're having fun with this series. We're continuing You said this was 57. This is 57. Yes. I I always try to, yeah, I always try to get numbers. Like I, I like numbers. So I'm always trying to relate it to something. Yeah. And so what I came up with was Heinz 57 sauce. You ever had Heinz 57 sauce? I've heard of it, I feel like. Heinz 57 sauce. And the reason they call that is because it's got like 57 different ingredients or something. It's like used for steak and Um, mainly steak. Steak, chicken, pork, stuff. What's the other's A1? Yeah, A1, right. That's what Valerie (laughs) likes. Yeah. I dig some Heinz 57, but uh, like I'm going, that's a podcast too. 57th episode. It's like a whole bunch of random junk thrown in one bottle, (laughs) shook up. Yes. That's the Messy Walk podcast. What's the other steak sauce that starts with a W that no one can ever (laughs) 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 I wanted to put you on the spot. (laughs) Worcestershire. It's terrible. I can't say it. <laughs> Someone, Most people can't be like Worcestershire, Worcestershire. They're getting rid of daylight savings time, so I feel like they should also get, get rid, rid of, of that word. <laughs> we need to I rename think I it. Said it right. I'm pretty sure that's right. Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I think you said it right too. I'm not going to try. I just wanted to put you on the spot specifically. <laughs> I think it's right. <laughs> My kids Feels do right. that all the time. Like it would be like. Aiden was in the. I don't know why. Like he's in the in the refrigerator in this because he's a ten year old boy. So he's right. starting to hit this spot where he's constantly going to the refrigerator. You know, yeah. which I know I'm a grown man. I do it too. <laughs> I'm not a ten year old right. boy, but I also <laughs> go to the refrigerator all the time. <laughs> and he's like looking for something to eat, and he's in there looking through the sauces. I'm like, well, son, you're not going to drink the sauces. Why are you looking through the sauces? <laughs> Desperate times. And he's like, what's this sauce? I'm like, I don't know something your mama's because mama's got four hundred different. Uh, salad dressings that are all weird. Right. <laughs> We're not ever going to eat. <laughs> She'd be like, what dressing do you want? <laughs> I'm like, uh, ranch. <laughs> Just the basic? <laughs> and so he's like, he grabs one of the bottles and he's like, what's worse? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's trying to read it. I was like, well, he tried. Know. I don't know, son. Put it back. You're not going to eat it. Put it back. Right. A for effort. Anyway. <laughs> that's Times 57. That's the, yes. that's the podcast. Bunch of random jokes <laughs> thrown together. <laughs> so, that's exactly what just and happened. And it ends up coming out pretty good. Yeah. So that's what we're doing right now. We're in week two of hearing from God. Hearing from God right? Yeah. And we're, we're, some of you know this, some of you don't. It depends on, um, you know, if you're connected to our church or not. There's lots of you listening that are not, but we're teaching through a series right now, preaching through a series right now on the same topic, titled a little bit different. And obviously it's always different. Like this is more of a conversation. The other one's more of a teaching, preaching message. So, mm-hmm. But I say that to tell you that we're sort of, I'm sort of saturating myself in this concept right now, like fully. So not just podcast, but we're teaching it, you know, and then and God's working in me through it. And as we get into today's message, I hope I'll talk through that a little bit too, because we, we hinted on that last yeah. week a little bit more. So mm-hmm. um, let me just say once again, like we said last week, that um, God can speak to us in any way he wants to. Yeah. So he's not limited in any one way. Um, 
you know, and when we talk about through scripture, like he's, he, even in scripture, you see him do and speak in all kinds of ways, like through burning bushes and clouds, a pillar of fire. What am I missing, Chloe? A donkey. Yes. I'm missing another one, but I don't know what it was. A burnt, you know, I already said burning bush. You said burning bush. <laughs> another burning angels, bush. <laughs> angels, right? Um, so people, right? Yeah. Prophet. I mean, just, just all kinds of things. He's not limited. So he speaks in all these different ways. Um, but there are some primary ways in which he speaks that we need to pay a lot of attention to. So I'm not telling you not to pay attention to bushes when you're walking by them. Right. It could burn and he could pop up and talk to you because he's God. He can do anything he wants to do. Right. But there's primary ways. And so like last week we talked about the word being a primary way. Yeah. Um, and so we're just going to talk through them this series. And so we picked this next one because it kind of flows out of the word. Um, if you had to, if you had to force, like if you were like, Adam Cook, what's the what's the two primary ways in which God speaks? I would very clearly tell you his word and his Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? And then there's going to be some debate, which you should know because you've listened to this podcast recently, that we talk through the, like lots of this debate in our series on theology mm-hmm. when it comes to pneumatology and the work of the Holy Spirit, that there are different beliefs here. Like Chloe, Chloe remembered a lot of this when we were talking through it and planning. Yeah. You know, like there are um, cessationists, right, that yeah. believe the work of the Holy Spirit sort of in those miraculous ways. Not that the Holy Spirit stopped, but the work of the Holy Spirit in those miraculous ways stopped mm-hmm. with the life of the apostles, right? And so um if you had to so there's different ways of believing how this works. Yeah. And so does is there are people that would say that the main way God speaks to us is through the word. And mm-hmm. then there are folks that would be like, nope, the main way that he speaks to us is the Holy Spirit. I think that you have to join those two things together. Yeah. They're both primary ways in which God speaks and they both build and point to each yeah. other. So the Holy Spirit, God speaking through the Holy Spirit is how we got the word in the first place, yeah. right? So what came the first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You also have John, you know, the Gospel of John where we hear, you know, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God, referring to the person of Jesus but also referring to the word of God, right? You yeah. know, so I don't know. Um it, it, but if you had to push me, I'd say those are the two primary ways. So we're going to get to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, so I don't want in any way to to make to make it seem like we're putting these in order as we go through them. Right? Um, we start off with the Bible because I told you last week on the podcast that the Bible is the primary way in which you are going to know the voice of God to be able to hear it in all the other ways mm-hmm. that He's going to speak to you. So we start off there, and then we're going to roll into this next one because it kind of goes with it, not yeah. because it is coming in some sort of order of of ways in which he speaks, right? I just want to clear that up, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, so the second primary way in which God speaks, another one, um, would be that God speaks to us through gifted teachers, mm-hmm. right? He speaks to us through gifted preachers, depending mm-hmm. on how you like to use that word. Like the further you are in the South, you use the word preacher, right? Right? Yeah. You know, and then and then you go up, you get a little less out of the South, you use pastor, right? right? And then you use teacher a little bit further. Of north, actually, right in our country, that's how kind of how it works. Um, that's cool. So, if you're a real country, you say preacher. Like right. I grew up, pretty country, as you can tell by my amazing <laughs> accent. Um, <laughs> and uh, we didn't call our we didn't call our pastor our pastor. Like we called him, and he was our pastor. He was the pastor of the church. We didn't call him that. We called him Preacher Reeves, right? Till to this day, that's what I call him. I call him Preacher Reeves, right? Um, so anyway, God speaks to us through gifted teachers. Um, so think about this. Have you ever, and Chloe, I'm going to put you on the spot. You're going to okay. have to answer it. Um, hopefully, Chloe will answer it more than, more than just a yes. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Have you ever sat through a church service and felt like God was speaking directly to you, that nobody else in the audience really mattered, and that God was speaking directly to your heart? Have you ever felt that way? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I cannot, for the life of me, and like it's happened so many times, and I've sat here preparing for this episode, and I've thought through it, and I've thought through it, and I've zoned out while we've been having other conversations, and I've thought about it, and I still cannot he might, pinpoint. He might still get to one when yes. we get to it. I'm going to talk about a couple for me yeah, in a Yeah, and maybe while. it'll like right, you mean, right. trigger some memory but, or something. But the but point of what you're saying yes. is it happens so often, and yet sometimes we don't actually remember the actual details yeah. of it. But you yeah. can be in the middle of a... You can you be around somebody who is a gifted teacher. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about how gifted they are yet. Just go, just go with me. Yeah. And you're like, this person is speaking directly to me. Like yeah. nobody else matters. Like this message is for me in this moment. He's speaking. God is speaking directly to my heart. The reason you felt like that is because he was. Yeah. Right. Like let's don't let's let's throw out coincidence. Right. As Christians, we need to remove coincidence from our language. Mm -hmm. We need to remove it as a reason for things happening in the world. We need to remove it. As Christ followers, we need to get rid of two key things, and they both start with C. We need to get rid of us saying that things happen by coincidence, and Mm -hmm. we need to get rid of conscience, Mm -hmm. like it's my conscience. And we need to move to it's God's providence, right, and his Mm -hmm. sovereignty, and it's the Holy Spirit inside my soul. We need to get rid of those two things. So right off the bat, if you've ever been in that situation where you're like, man, this guy, this girl, whoever's talking, whoever's preaching, they're speaking directly to me. God is talking to my soul in this moment. It's because he was. At that very moment, God is speaking to you through a gifted teacher to tell you what he wants to say to you. And so yeah. the voice of God is coming to you, um, and it's coming to you from that gifted teacher. And God often uses other people to share his word with us. Constantly, mm-hmm. right? He's always using other people to share it. I mean, go back into the Old Testament and you get this this written word of God, but you get all these, we call them prophetic utterances, right? Mm-hmm. These, these, you know, you've got so much of the word in the Old Testament that is nothing more than God speaking directly through some prophet, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, like, I'll give you a scripture. First Thessalonians chapter 2, 13 says... Um, and, and Paul's talking about this sort of journey through Thessalonica, and he says, we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God, when you received, he's talking to them, when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, right? So you received what God was saying to you, but you heard it through us because we're the one that said it to you and taught it to you. Mm-hmm. You accepted it not as human word, but as it actually is the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe, right? And so what's what's Paul saying there, you know, specifically is that, yeah, that's God speaking to you through somebody else. And he's going, no, it's, it's the word of God. It's not us. It's the word of God. And you knew that. You could feel that. You accepted it as the mm-hmm. word of God. God speaks through teachers, preachers, pastors, and it changes our lives when we listen to them because it's not them doing it. It's the word, it's it's the voice of God coming through that, him using yeah. that avenue yeah. to speak to us. Like I told you last week, though, the best way that you can discern and know in advance on a subconscious level that that actually is from the word of God is how well you know the actual word of God yourself. Yep. Right? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, like, I felt this way this past week. Two weeks ago, I don't know. 
when this podcast gets recorded, when it comes out, I'm always in some sort of weird time land. But just a couple yeah. weeks ago, we were at Valerie and I were at um, uh, Exponential, um, which is this large church planting conference, um, largest in North America, mm-hmm. and there was this. And there was all kinds of these phenomenal speakers, right? And so they have some crazy. They have some crazy awesome people. Some gifted, gifted teachers. Like yeah. we were there one time, and it was, it was. Uh, Houston from Hillsong was oh, the keynote, yeah. right? Amazing. Yeah. Biggest church in the world. Well, not biggest church in the world, but one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest church in the world is still in South Korea. Yeah. Um, That's what I was going to humongous guess. church. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Hillsong's just a global thing, right? Yeah. Gifted teacher, no yeah. doubt, right? Whether he's your cup of tea, whether you believe any of it, whether you think they're music is right or wrong, whatever, right? right? Um, one time we were there, and the keynote was Francis Chan, oh, right? Cool. Um, yeah. You know, just Francis Chan's, the, 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 as far as I know, the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, He's really cool. You know, Craig Rochelle, you know, just That's these awesome. gifted, gifted teachers. Yeah. Um, so there's all kinds of ones. And then there are all these gifted teachers that I don't know who they are, right, until I figure out who they are. And so just a couple of weeks ago, I had this happen to me. Um there was this guy that came up. Um, his name is Pete Gregg. Mm. I didn't know Pete Gregg because he's from England. And Pete Gregg has been the one that started the, and you should Google this, the 24-7 prayer movement where they have 24-7 houses of prayer in more than half the countries in the world now. Wow. Where there is prayer going on 24-7 in these houses of prayer, these these, these cool. buildings, these wow. places, in half the world, right? That's awesome. Um, and, and it's just, just, just crazy. Just think about that for a minute. In half the countries in the world, they've got these places that are having 24-7 nonstop prayer for the community, for God to move, all those things. I mean, it's just wow. an amazing thing. He also wrote this book. I didn't find out this about till, till later. And I'm in the middle of reading it right now, which is – Going back to what I was saying a minute ago of me being saturated in this concept right now of how to hear from God, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm preaching it and teaching it. God's been working on me with this for about a year or two. Mm -hmm. Really at the beginning of the corona was this moment where I'm like, God, I I don't know what to do. And at the same time, am I hearing you? Are you speaking? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just being real honest. Like it was just like, God – Will you please talk to me? Will you tell me what's going on? You know, and um, so it's been happening for a while. And so um, Peter Gregg has this book. I just got it. Um, it's called How to Hear God, cool. A Simple Guide for Normal People. You should buy it. Really? So far, I'm not that far in. But so far, it's one of the best things I have ever read in my life on how oh. to hear from God through all these different avenues and venues. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's just amazing. That's um, awesome. His his explanation and concept of the word, explanation and concept of the Holy Spirit, and then this communication avenue with prayer. Obviously, yeah. that's what they're doing with the twenty four seven prayer stuff. Anyway, how to hear from God? And Chloe, we'll we'll uh, maybe we can throw this on the podcast on the pages as a yeah. picture or whatever. Yeah. Um, how to hear from God? A simple guide for normal people. Mm-hmm. Pete Gregg. Um, anyway, he this dude gets up and speaks, and he starts talking about. The, the 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 sort of the direction of exponential this year was being empowered by the Holy Spirit. That the church in general, the evangelical movement of the church in general, has gotten away from being empowered by the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm. So there's this renewal back to the Holy Spirit, and the, of course the Pentecostals and Charismatics have been screaming at us for a long time. Um, and so this dude gets up and he starts talking, 
and I literally feel like this entire room of 10,000 pastors is empty, mm. and I am sitting there by myself. I, I had this wow. moment where I looked around for a moment, and I almost could visualize it, where you know how you feel like God is God is talking to me, yeah. to this person. And then I had this moment, like, I don't know if it's a full-on vision, but I felt like, look, I feel like I looked to my left and I looked to my right, and there ain't nobody in this place but me. Yeah. Um, and it happened in First Baptist Orlando, which seats like 10,000 people. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And it was just the way he was talking about um, listening to and hearing the Holy Spirit and this idea of what prayer does with us and for us and through us that we don't realize in this communication with God, how God's speaking to us. It was just this moment where I felt like God had plucked me out and went, see, through this gifted teacher, mm-hmm. see, I am speaking to you all the time, yeah. right? All the wow. time. It was just this moment. Yeah. Um, but but it it wasn't just it was just recently. Like I felt this way when I was a five year old kid too. I, mm-hmm. I remember. Um, you know, I think I've said this on a podcast before, but um, that preacher Reeves I was talking about mm-hmm. a minute. He was my pastor. He started saying to me about from age five or six through um, when I left the church when I you know grew up and moved away. That I was going to be a pastor, um, that I was going to be a preacher. Preachers is the word we used, right? Wow. He said it to me all the time, um, all the time, constantly. And it was God using a gifted teacher, preacher, right? Someone called by Him, set aside by Him to do ministry, speaking directly to my life over and over and over again. And that I mean that He probably said that to me. You got to think about it. Like back in the day, we went to church on Sunday. We went to church on Wednesday, right? We went to church on, you know, we went to Sunday school, we went to Sunday morning, we went to Sunday night, and we went on Wednesday night, right? We went to Wednesday night for choir and uh, Bible study, and I was in the choir, right? Which, because we accepted anybody. Yeah. You know, anybody could join the choir <laughs> because I was horrible. Aww. Matter of fact, me and Valerie, when we were teenagers, we joined the choir just because we knew we could get away with, this is horrible. I can't believe oh I'm this. We could get away with, um, we we weren't you know, mama won't go allow me. Her mama won't allow her to date on a Wednesday night, right? Right. But we were going to church to choir practice, so and you so, can pick her up and stuff. Yeah, we can pick her up. We can go there, and then we would go parking after we were done, That's unfortunately. Hilarious. And so, yep. So anyway, <laughs> um, but we used to, we used choir practice as a That's hilarious. as a way to date. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, that's awesome. You got creative with it. But every time this mug sees me. My whole life, every time, multiple times a week, he's telling me, you're going to be a preacher one day. You're going to be a preacher one day. Mm. Well, I thought he was crazy. But now, what if I would have missed that message? Yeah. Like, I think about that all the time. What if I would have missed that message? What if I would have completely missed that God was telling me, speaking to me, saying that I'm going to be a pastor? What if I would have missed that whole concept? Yeah. You know, um, what if I would have missed in the word, finding my purpose and my identity, mm-hmm. and then so that I know the voice of God, right? right. And then I would have missed a gifted teacher saying it. When the Holy Spirit came along and, and and just had this moment in the middle of the woods where I was called to the ministry. You can hear this if you go back to the first few episodes yep. of this podcast. I remember Go that. all the way back to the first four or so episodes, and you'll hear this entire story where um, my dad is paralyzed in the middle of the woods at nighttime in the winter, and when I walk up on him, the Holy Spirit is speaking into my heart, calling me in the ministry so loud in that moment, right? Yeah. What if I would have missed 
knowing the voice of God in Scripture of who I was, and then the gifted teacher saying that into my life, how would I have been able to discern then that that was God in those woods and not just some weird emotional response or you know whatever it may have been? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so what if I I think about that all the time? What if I'd have missed that message? What if I wasn't tuned in to God speaking through gifted teachers, preachers, pastors, whatever they are? Um, that's why I hate to miss church. Right? I hate to miss church. That's another reason why I hate for people not to be at church, right? Because, I mean, church should be, let's pause for a minute. Church should be the the gathering of the believers together, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about church. I'm talking about corporate gathering. Yeah. Because we know the church is more than a building or, you know, worship on Sunday, right? Church is the people of God, right? Yeah. But... Going to church on Sundays, gathering with the body, should be a non-negotiable for Christians. It should be a non-negotiable. Our family goes to church. We gather together with the saints, right? We mm-hmm. we gather together in worship because we are trying to hear from God. And and I hate for people to miss church because the, the thought ends up being, what if God had that pastor prepare that message directly from me and I missed it mm-hmm. and I wasn't there, you know? Yeah, because I'm telling you, as a pastor who prepares messages all the time, um, there are some times where I'm about to preach something. I'm going, God, I hope you got somebody in here that's supposed to hear this because I mm-hmm. don't. I think this is a dud. I don't think this is what. I don't think. This, I think this is going to miss a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I think it's you know, yeah. like I don't ever want to miss God talking to me. Like I want to show up and be prepared for that. And so I hate when people miss church in general um, because. I don't want you to miss what God is saying specifically for you. Yeah. And and the way you miss it is not being you just don't even you're not even there. Yeah. Right? You're not even in the room when it happens. And so I want to show personally, I want to show up whenever I can. Because there's an opportunity that I can hear God speak through somebody else to me. And so mm-hmm. the Bible says that it gives us gifted pastor God gives us gifted pastors and teachers to communicate his word. That's what Paul mm-hmm. was saying a few minutes ago. And so every time I preach, virtually every single time, multiple people say, and I mean, look, I preach to thousands of people. I preach to 10. Mm-hmm. You know, when our first church first started, there was 14 people, right? Stephanie Lee was one of those who was on mm-hmm. the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, going forward, there was weeks where there was 20. Mm-hmm. There was weeks when there was 30. There was weeks when we show up and it was half snow outside and stuff and you have like three. You know what I mean? Virtually every single time I've, I've preached, multiple people have said that message was just for me. How in the world did you know that this was going on in my life? Mm-hmm. Are you reading my mail? Are you going through my trash? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how in the world could you know that? And, and most sometimes that's a positive. Like, people are like obviously realizing that God's speaking to them. Sometimes they're mad. Yeah, they're like, you did that on purpose to come after me. Mm-hmm. Look, here's the thing about gifted teachers: we are not that smart. We yep. are not that we are not as smart as you like to make us out to be. Yep. We are not smart enough to figure out and know exactly what you need to hear and preach that to you. That's why it says gifted, right? It's gifted teacher because it's the gift of God that does this work. Yeah. Not us, right? Not us at all. Most pastors and preachers are barely holding on 
just like you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just like you. We're, we're sometimes there's some weeks where we're barely getting it together. Like, um, I mean, I think that um, so most pastors, teachers, preachers on a Sunday morning, they don't drive to church together with their wife right. and their kids because they're usually getting there at different times. But I think it's also because they'd be fighting on the way to church just like everybody else does. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I can't tell you how many times that happens. It, it's it, it, That's why we're talking about gifted. It's not it, it, It's not them. We're not that smart. Mm-hmm. Like, don't pedestal me. Don't pedestal your pastor. We are not that smart. It is the, it is the voice of God speaking into where he has placed this gift to be able to be used. And so it is not us. You know what I mean? It's not of us at all. Yeah. Um, and so th- this is how I prepare to teach. We we teased this out last time. Um, so I'm trying to be in the Word and have prayer time with God every day. Yeah. Notice I said trying. Trying. Right? Keyword trying. trying, yep. I'm trying. Keyword is trying. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fail. When you put the word trying, what that means is there's some success and there's a lot of fail. Yep. I am trying. And and the time changes for me all the time. It's been different because of the season that we've been in with our children. And so right now, the the time frame for me is after I'm up, after I drop the kids off, I take the first two hours. Nothing goes on my schedule before 10 a.m. It has to be like the craziest emergency of all time for it to interrupt that time between 8 a.m., 7.30, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Um, and I am trying to connect with God, period. And I'll have two little black off-brand cheapo moleskin notebooks because the moleskins are too expensive. Yeah. The off-brand right? is where yeah, it's at. Exactly. <laughs> I can get a whole box of them on Amazon for the price of one <laughs> from the Target. Anyway, yep. I have two. And one is where God is talking to me specifically personally. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then it'll be something where God's going, you're going to teach this too. But it's all coming out of what God's doing with me personally. That's mm-hmm. all it's doing. Um, and then once a year, right, going into like September, October-ish, I'll compile all that stuff and to start to go, okay, what did God, what was God working on with me in this year? What is, What does it want me to share? And so that ends up being what is taught, right? So notice it's all coming out of what God's doing in my heart, mm-hmm. right? Maybe there are some pastors and preachers out there smart enough to receive a message from God of what's going on in their heart and receive a separate message from God of what he wants to talk to people about, but not me. But if you notice what happens is uh, what God does is he impresses upon my mind. He moves in that way through the word, through the spirit, through life circumstances or whatever, certain ideas and truths as I study that God wants to speak to you too mm-hmm. and to other people. You know what I mean? And so what I'm trying to say, I'm saying all that to say, I ain't that smart. Like, I'm not that good to sit around and go, what do the people need to hear? Right. Right. right? First off, how arrogant is that? Yeah. Right? That's not my job. My, you know, That's God's job. Right. Um, but, but we're not that smart. It is God speaking directly to you, and he's doing it in a way in which there's no way I can possibly take the credit for it. Like, people will go, man, you're speaking exactly what I need to hear. I'm like, all that is is what I needed to hear eight months ago, yep. right? And half the time, I'm still struggling with it right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I told Chloe about teaching on how to hear God speak and going, 
she's like, well, how do you come up with all this junk? So I was throwing out all this stuff. This, the junk's the wrong word. You, you <laughs> I know, that. I saw it. I was, I was like, throwing out all this like, stuff. And she was like, it's like, where do you come up with all this? I was like, well, it kind of started like this. God, <laughs> I can't hear you. And then God <laughs> says back to me, you know, well, and this is through the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, are, are you reading my word? Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? And then there's this conviction going, well, nope. And he goes, bingo. Yep. And then he's like, if you're not reading my word, then how are you going to hear all this? Up? Are you, uh, you know, are, are you, is anybody speaking into your life? Is there any gifted teacher or preachers that you're listening to that are, that are important? Yeah. Nope. Well, uh, well mm-hmm. that might be the issue, right? Yep. And so start to work through and think through all these ways in which, hey, no, I can understand how God speaks. He wants to communicate with me. And what are the ways in which he does it? Let me get back to understanding what those ways are. Yeah. And then that's all that is. Yeah. And so we sit around and talk about it and people are going, man, I just I was just talking the other day that God didn't hear me. And you know, how did you know this? I didn't. God did. And he uses the gift he's placed, he's placed to people mm-hmm. to be able to communicate that to you, right? Yeah. And so God's putting ideas and truths into I'm just one of random preachers and teachers. There's millions of them. He's using ideas and things that he places into my heart to speak to you, mm-hmm. right? And so um, am I saying that God speaks through me? I have no doubt about it. Absolutely he does. I'm amazed by it, and I don't deserve it ever, right? Ever. Um, yeah. But I have no doubt about the fact that he does it. And mm-hmm. here's what's even cooler about this. There's an amazing, a, a, a more amazing factor is that if you're a believer, God speaks through you mm-hmm. too, right? It's speaks really, through you. That's crazy to think You about. know what I mean? Like yeah. he speaks through you. Yeah. Many times you don't even know it. Yep. How many times, how many times have you said something in some conversation with somebody without even thinking about it? That was some random turning point in their life. Like it just, it just was this, it was this turning point in this thing's person's life that just kind of pointed and they were like, you know, God did this in this moment. He spoke mm-hmm. through you like this. He confirmed this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you didn't even think twice about it. Yeah. Like you didn't go prep a message for it. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you weren't preparing God. This is what you want me to speak to these people. Let right. me write it down and speak it. You know, right. um, you didn't even think twice about it. God was speaking through you. Yeah. If you are a Christ follower, God often speaks through you and you don't even know it. Yeah. You don't even know it. It's true. It's not some, and I'm not trying to diminish it, it's not some big supernatural thing. It's just the way God wired us, mm-hmm. right? It's the way he wired us. Um, when gifted teachers teach, when gifted preachers preach, they're actually taking, they're actually just talking the words of God. Right, so like we talked about last week, all they're doing is speaking the words of God. That's what Paul was saying in Thessalonians that we read a few minutes ago. Just speaking the word of God. So, yeah. just like you have to be in the Word more and more and more to hear and know God's voice, the more teaching you hear, the more mm-hmm. God can talk to you as well. Yeah. Right. And this is something that we miss. That's why. And and then some of you are going to invalidate me saying this because I'm a pastor. That's why once a week's not enough. Yeah. Right. That's why us hearing from a gifted teacher or preacher once a week's not enough. The same way in which you just hearing from the word whenever you get around to it is not enough. That's why being in the word one day a week's not enough. It's mm-hmm. the same thing of, you know, just hearing God speak to you from a gifted 
teacher, preacher, pastor, whatever word you want to use, is not enough either. You need regular, you need regular input of gifted teachers in your life more than just once a week. Mm-hmm. Right? And so when we say that, get this image out of your head that that has to be some uh, preacher in some church service or just some well-known preacher that you pull up his videos on. Like, let's think through real quick all the ways in which God can use a gifted teacher, preacher, another person Mm -hmm. to speak to you, right? Obviously, the pastor that you are being shepherd under, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the key gifted teachers in your life ought to be, right? Like, you know, maybe I shouldn't go here, but let's just do it. If you are being if you are being shepherded by a pastor in your life, and you are listening more to Stephen Furtick than you are to that pastor, something's out of balance. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that person's actually shepherding you, yeah. right? And and in the picture of the way God sets up the church and the way the church is managed, you are a sheep underneath that shepherd who's underneath the good shepherd. Right. right? That's the whole mindset of that. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying God's not using Stephen Furtick, who I just randomly threw him up there. Right. Um, no, no shame there. No, no shade. I'm not throwing no shade. I'll just <laughs> pick somebody random. Um, I'm not saying that's not the case, but but he's not your he's not your shepherd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's still going to use it though, mm-hmm. right? So the the one of those key ones is the pastor that is shepherding you, mm-hmm. right? That voice is there. So maybe that's once a week. Sometimes that's twice a week. Whatever it may be. Um, but then you have other teachers and preachers that you could stream at any time you want to. It's all yep. around us, right? So you've got that. You've got uh, things like we're doing right now. Podcasts. Podcasts, yep. right? Um, and, and then even like with your teacher or your preacher. So that's, a, that's another way for you to hear from that person, yep. right, who is a shepherding you in your life, right? Um, so there's lots of folks that, that are going to be under my teaching at church, but then they're also going to be digesting the podcast too, yep. you know? Um, and most of the time, they don't even connect it. Like, mm-hmm. they happen to be this particular series of episodes, but most of the time, they're not connected at all. Um, but then you've got random people online. Teach, that was me kicking a chair. Oh, I thought you someone got, was coming you in. Got, <laughs> you got random people on, online, all kinds of gifts to teachers and preachers. You're in a, you're in a state and time yeah. right now where you can listen to anybody, anywhere, anytime you want to. It's true. So some of the greatest leaders in the church, you they have content that you can stream or listen to. Yeah. But then you got, you know, your small group leader or your Bible study leader, mm-hmm. right? That person. Then you've got um, gifted, like, spiritual mothers or spiritual fathers or mentors, right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got people that are your friends that, that you know, you're all, you, would, you would see yourself more on the same level, right. right? Even though I don't like that comparison, you know, because I am on your level. We are the same people. Yeah. but. You, you would you, you know like 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 your podcast a couple of weeks ago. You're sitting in here with your friend Stephanie, mm-hmm. right? You guys are you know you're on the same level, yeah. And yet, what's she doing? You hear the voice of God through her speaking to you. Yep. You know what I mean? And we can just keep on going. I mean, there's all kinds of ways in which this is the case. And then sometimes it's not just even your spiritual mother and father; it's your actual mother and father. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, it's, and then, like, don't even, don't even limit it this way. A lot of times, it's children, it's kids. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I have seen kids ministry workers, right, that are leading some random, rambunctious, crazy group of third and fourth graders, 
right? That's absolutely insane. And after it's over with, at some point they end up saying, this kid said this to me, and mm-hmm. I felt like it was God speaking to mm-hmm. me. You know, oh, happens yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Our little girl, our littlest one, Madeline, and she is our crazy, insane, <laughs> bossy, goodness gracious, sassy. sassy. It's the best word, <laughs> sassy. But this child, I believe, has a gift. God is planting something in her, especially about prayer and seeing people, right? So everywhere we go, this child looks at any person. So somebody checking us out at a grocery store, a waitress, a waiter, the the person in the drive-thru window. She will look at them and go and find something about them and go. That she likes. I love your hair. She does that with me too. I love your belt. I've been like, oh my gosh. Your glasses are so cute. She's so sweet. Like we were, we were at the drive-thru a couple of weeks ago. I think it was McDonald's. Um, And you know, I'm in the front, so I'm paying or whatever. She's in the back seat of the truck. Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, she done rolled her window down as we're driving past. And yells at the person who just took my money, who has like green hair. Mm-hmm. I love your green hair, right? Oh, it's so sweet. There's That's been several so cool. times though where it's been like a waiter or a waitress, so you spend a little more time with that person. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, by the end of the meal, that person comes up and says, "What your daughter said meant so much to me because." I feel very self conscious about this piece of me, and I felt Aww. like, and this has happened so many times. You could just you know, sometimes they've said it. Sometimes you can just feel it. I feel like God was affirming yeah. me through her, right? Aww. I mean, even kids. Yeah, you know what That's I'm saying. So sweet. And so there is, there, God uses other people, and yeah. and it's different levels of gifting. So when we say gifted teachers and preachers, don't just think of those people that you think are real charismatic and are great speakers, mm-hmm. right? Um, God will use people. He'll use you. To speak into people's lives as you're a Christ follower, he'll, he'll use you, and so um, you need the input of gifted teachers, preachers, pastors, right? And sometimes that comes in the form of even a child. Mm-hmm. You need that in your week more. You need that in your life more than once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you let's let's do a quick little thing before we begin to wrap up? What if you fast six days? You don't eat anything. We're getting ready to fast churchwide here soon, going mm-hmm. into Easter. You guys on the podcast can join us. We'll tell you about it when it happens. Yeah. Um, but you can do this anytime, of course. Yeah. We're going to be doing a seven-day fast. Um, sun up to sundown. Sun up to sundown. So nothing but water from sun up to sundown. After it's over with, a sensible meal, right? Mm-hmm. What if you fasted six days a week and you didn't eat absolutely anything? And then on the seventh day, you just straight up pigged out, right? <laughs> you pigged out like I have experienced this multiple times in fasting. So mm-hmm. we'll go through a 14 day fast or 21 day fast or something, and at the end of the fast, at midnight when it ends, I already have the frozen pizza coming out of the oven. I have it set to go. Ding! It's right. done. The minute the fast is over, <laughs> <laughs> I've done this multiple times. I'm not joking. And then I eat the whole thing. All right, and then I go back in the kitchen and I go, "Ooh, cookies!" Right? right. There's these cookies from Food Line. They have this this icing in the middle oh, of them. You know what I'm talking about? Those cookies. Oh. I, you know I know what you're talking about. Those oh. cookies are so good. I don't good. know where y'all live that are listening, but Food Line. Food Line. They the have South. a five pack of yes, these. Yes, it's in the deli section. Sandwich things. They're they're cookies with a ton of crap ton of white frosting in the yes. middle of them. It's they a spiritual experience to eat those. Incredible. <laughs> it's so good. So I'll, I'll eat that pizza and then I'll be like, ooh, cookie. I'm going to have one. Mm-hmm. Then I'll have two. Then I'll have three. Then I go back to the refrigerator and I'm like, ooh. 
turkey, and I'll have a piece of turkey. And I'm like, ooh, a piece of cheese. Oh, yes, yeah, some cheese. Some block cheese, you know, I'll cut up mm, some block cheese. Yes. Ooh, some wheat thins to go along with the block cheese, right? And I'm just picking out. And the next thing I know, though, I have ridiculous indigestion. Right. If you fasted six days and eat nothing, then all of a sudden you picked out. You'd have a big old case of indigestion. Mm -hmm. Some of you have spiritual indigestion. Mm -hmm. The only Bible you ever get is 30 minutes on a Sunday morning and the rest of the week you have no more teaching in your life. Mm -hmm. And so you get you get this like this this almost wilderness of not hearing the word and then mm-hmm. not having someone preaching, teaching, talking to you, hearing from God, right? It's like this barren wasteland of the voice of God. And then you get 30, 45 minutes, an hour on a Sunday morning, and it all comes in at once. Mm-hmm. And it's this, it's like spiritual indigestion. You don't know what to do with it. Um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that uh, – the Navy did this study 15 years ago that we forget 90 to 95 percent of what we hear within the first 72 hours. So if you are only hearing the voice of God through other people once a week, you're forgetting all but five percent of it mm-hmm. by Wednesday, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so just like you need to be in the Word to hear God's voice, to know His voice as much as you possibly can, Mm -hmm. increasing it as much as you can, right? I mean, while I hope what it would look like for us is every year, because do a bigger time frame, every year we're reading the Word more than we were the year before, right? Same thing, though, with hearing God speak to you through gifted teachers, preachers, and whatever, pastors, Mm -hmm. um, children, spiritual mothers, fathers, Bible study leaders, small group leaders, right? Whatever it may be. You need more than that than just some preacher on a Sunday morning. You're not going to retain it. You're going to end up with spiritual indigestion. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I think I think sometimes you got to think about like God, like that conversation I had with God of, God, I don't want to hear you speak. And I hear him saying back to me, well, are you reading your word? Are you listening? To my, you know, like mm-hmm. he's speaking to us all the time through the word. He's speaking to us all the time through spirit to go with our point today. He's speaking to us all the time through other people. And that stuff is out there everywhere. Yeah. Right? One of the greatest things that happened, I think, in the history of the church was this random coronavirus mess Hmm. because it forced virtually everybody, virtually every shepherd, to now have their stuff available, what God is saying to them and speaking, available where you can listen to it basically anytime yep. you can make it work, yep. right? And it's better quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So think about all the churches that their pastors would have never been recording themselves and throwing it up online, right? right? You had to show up to hear it. But now you can go back, if that's your shepherd, if that's the shepherd that God has you under, right? Mm-hmm. You can go back and listen to him or her. Anytime. Anytime you want to, yep. right? You can revisit it. Back in the day, you couldn't do this, right? You heard, you showed up, you listened, you heard the voice of God speak to you, and then you forgot it all in the next 72 hours. You can go revisit it again now. Yep. Right? You can make a note. This message on this day, God was speaking directly to me. Mm-hmm. You can go back and listen to it again. You, know? yeah. you, you need that in your life just like you need being in the Word because God speaks in that way too. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's good stuff. Yes, it makes sense. Makes total sense. Well, 
Thank you guys for joining us again today on the Messy Walk podcast for episode two of the series on hearing from God. Um, we'll be back again next week with another episode because we think yep. this will go on for like five or six weeks. So Yeah, I think what we're going to do is look at basically four primary ways mm-hmm. and then dive a little bit into how to like how to ask God, how to receive it, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, how to put yourself in a position mm-hmm. for these things to happen. Yeah. Um, I think that's basically what we yeah. worked out. So, so something like that. Keep joining us every Wednesday with a new episode. We'll be back again next week. Don't forget to check us out on social media and we will talk read, to you on. soon. Read oh. your word. Oh yeah. Read your word and put yourself in a position to hear God speak yes. through somebody else. Yes. Right? Don't just hear what we're saying. You got to act on it. There you go. Yeah. Boom. It's pointless if all we do is listen today. Right. Right. And we don't do anything about it. <laughs> right. Yep. Let's do something with it. Right. I was actually so, listening to a podcast earlier, so that reminds me I need to finish it. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. So make a plan to do something about it. Right. Yeah. Maybe the only thing that you need to take out of this is my family's going to make church a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. We're going to make the corporate gathering of the church a non-negotiable. Yeah. We go. We do. It's not saying you don't get sick, and it's not saying you don't take vacations. I'm not saying that. It's just this is a priority in our life to mm-hmm. hear the voice of God speak to us. Absolutely. Right? So cool. Now you That's can end stuff. this, Chloe. Yes, now we will end it. Have now a we'll great week. We'll be back again next week. Bye. Thank Talk you, to you bye. soon. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.